If you're here to listen, I want you to come here to learn. Let me tell you three things about me. I'm driven, I'm hardworking, I'm relentless. That's three things that describe Antonio Mansell. Yes, that's who I am, Antonio Mansell. You're here for a reason. You want to hear what I got to say. This show is called Antonio State 100, so I'm here to keep it real. I'm here to tell you the truth. You ain't gonna listen to nobody else but me. Welcome to my podcast. If you're here, you're already listening. You know what I mean? So tell me a little bit about yourself. I'm going to tell you a little bit about myself. And that's where we'll take it at. Hey guys, I'm Antonio Mansell. I'll be your host. You're listening to Antonio Stay 100 Podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about everyday life and everyday situations. Today is episode 7 where we discuss a go-getter. What is a go-getter? A motivator. Somebody that hustles. Somebody has multiple income. Somebody that just wants it more than anybody else. Also, who will be contributing to the show, he is my co-host, Mr. Larry Duncan. Hey, guys. How y'all doing out there? Hope everybody's safe and doing well. Hey, Larry. What's up, man? How you been? Uh, I know we, uh, we've we been catching up for the last couple of weeks, and we've been eager to get this episode started. So today is the day, and uh, we kind of flirted with it last week, but I uh, we wanted to make sure everything was straight with our uh, technology and all our equipment. So, yeah, uh, we don't want to be putting junk out there, right? We want to make sure we That's right. We got a lot of expectations for, for this uh, podcast, and uh, so we just wanted to make sure all our listeners and viewers, anybody out there that's just... Listen and start listening to podcasts. We wanted to give you a good show tonight. So, uh, so basically, what we're going to be talking about tonight is go getter. What is a go getter? Like I just said, a motivator, a hustler, somebody that has more than one income, somebody that's that will do anything what it takes to just make money and better themselves financially. So, um, and then we got to be financially. You don't even have to be financially a go getter. Somebody just just won't say no. For nothing. They just want to make it. You know what I'm saying? They just want, they have a lot of goals. They have a lot of ambition. They have a lot of inspiration, motivation. So, um, Larry, what's, we're, we're talking about go getters. What's, what's your definition of a go getter? What do you think? When yeah, you think when I think go-getter? of go getter, like you said, I always think of a hustler. I think that's kind of the term that, that pops into my mind. Go getter is somebody who's going to think about something they want and he's going to go get it. You know, he's not going to let a little bump in the road or some obstacles stop him. Yeah, it's just going to make him kind of dig in and work for it harder until he gets it. And uh, I know I know we both talk a lot about our hustle, our side hustles, and right. and getting stuff and, you know, what, what we're working toward and putting in hours. And, and that's what it's about. You know, if you want it, if the opportunity's out there. This is certainly the land of, land of opportunity still. If you want something, you can go get it and make it happen. That's one thing I just like what you said. Uh, one of my favorite athletes, Deion Sanders, uh, the famous NFL Hall of Fame cornerback, he always says on his – I'm always reading his tweets or his uh, Instagram quotes or captions. He's always saying that uh, you got the want it. You got the want it. Like he talks to his high school team that he coaches. He's like the offensive coordinator and the, the head coach of the game. He always tells them – he asks them before the game, do they want it or do they, are they pretending? Because he said he says if they don't want, they can just walk off this field. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he always motivates me, and uh, he's he's definitely a go getter. I've been a go getter all my life. Uh, I'm always looking to better myself. I'm always looking to be around people to better themselves. Uh, like I said, I love motivation. I love inspiration. I love inspiring somebody. I love just getting to the money. I love just just making things happen. So, uh, and I know you're like that too, Larry. So. Uh, yeah, and, and you're talking about, you know, being around people who are, are motivators and go-getters. And I've read a quote somewhere. They, they say that, 
you you are the combination of like the the five or ten people that you hang out with all the time. You're a combination of them, and there's a lot of truth to that. If you're going to be a go getter, you don't want to be hanging around bums who are who are sitting around sleeping in all day, just playing video games right. all day. They don't have any drive or any motivation. You want to be around people who are motivating and setting an example. And so you're like, man, I want to be like that, and I want to be like him. I want to have. I mean, I want to have that big house. I want to get what I, you know, what I want. Absolutely, absolutely. I know what you mean. Uh, there's been times I want to say this. There's been times where I've dated girls where their personality is everything, their looks is everything, and you meet them, everything's going great. But one thing I notice about them, it's just been a just in the past, it's been like a few females that I've dated. They just don't have no kind of motivation. They don't have no drive. They just want to stay at home. They don't. They don't have a five year plan. And, and when they meet me, it's like. They, they tell me you're doing too much or you want too much, but I don't want too much. I'm not doing too much. I'm trying to set my life up for good for my kids, kids. So I always think about financial freedom. I always think about always trying to better myself. I'm always thinking like on the run, like what can I do as soon as I wake up? What can I do or what kind of hustle I can do to just make myself better? What can I do to put my family in a better situation? And some people just don't understand that, Larry. Exactly. So, yeah. You don't want to be normal. Like, you know, Dave Ramsey says normal is broke. You don't want to be right. normal. Be weird. Be and weird. Be weird. Be different, and you know, live live like nobody else. So later on, you can live like nobody else. Correct. Correct. Dave Ramsey. Speaking of Dave Ramsey, one of the best financial planners in the world right now. Uh, I think he's worth. I know he's a multi-millionaire. He's definitely a go-getter. Him. He talks about his wife a lot. She she does the stuff he does as a, as a couple. Oh yeah. They're always looking to hustle. They're always looking to motivate. They're always looking to. Just inspire itself. So that's the type of people that we want to be around. And that's a, and this is why we brought this episode up tonight, because we want to talk about go getters. You know what I'm saying? We just want to talk about people that just want to just make themselves better. I, I don't want to be around nobody that's not looking to make money. I don't want to be around nobody that don't have plans or a five year plan because a five year plan, a 10 year plan. Life goes on, guys. Life goes on. So people are going to listen. People are going to. Either you in or you out. That's what I always tell people. I tell my friends that either you in or you out. And when I say that, what I mean is either you're going to make something happen or you're going to sit around and let life pass you by. And I'm not one of those type of guys. And Larry, I know you're not either. So that's why we wanted to talk about this tonight uh, and just give you guys a, a really good episode tonight about go-getters. Yeah. I know it's a lot of y'all out there right now listening. And I know y'all are some hustlers, some go-getters, especially during this pandemic right now. So. That's why we wanted to talk about this tonight. And uh, what was you going to say, Larry? Yeah, and you know, talking about hustling and go, you know, going out and getting it in the pandemic. I mean, a lot of a lot of things have been uprooted. There's been a lot of upheaval. A lot of people getting laid off. You know, a lot of jobs getting shut right. down. A lot of a lot of stores and restaurants, everything getting shut down. But if you look if you look deep enough and hard enough, you want it bad enough. There, there there's also opportunity out there that opens up anytime. There's uh, a downswing in in you know the major parts of an economy. There's certain businesses that have an upswing and feel right. you know feel that feel that void. Oh yeah, sure, sure. So yeah, you can go out like like you know just as an example myself. You know, I, I'm lucky I have a, I have a full time job with the city of Bowling Green. I've been there 22 years. But on the side, I do Uber and Lyft. You know, I'm lifting with Larry, and so that was my side hustle. Didn't right. really didn't really care to do the food delivery. I tried it a few times. I like. I, I enjoy. I enjoy the passengers. I enjoy that feedback right. and getting to know them and taking my, my Instagram pictures with them, putting them on my Instagram, all that kind of stuff. But COVID hit, and all of a sudden you're like, hey, you know, I don't know if I want strange people in my car. You know, a hundred right. strange people in my car. So COVID just crashed everything. It let, just let's rethink that. Up. So shifted over and shifted over doing food delivery, which is 
a whole lot safer. You know, you pull up most of the time now, you're getting it, a lot of times you're getting it from the drive through. You don't even have to go in because they don't have their lobbies open. So you pick it up from the drive through. And almost all the people now, um, the default is to have what they call no contact delivery. You put it on their on their right in front of their door. You ring their doorbell, you, and you get in your car. You send them a text if they didn't, in case they didn't hear the door. You never have any contact really with them. You know, a lot of times they'll they'll wave or say, "Hey, thanks," you know, as you're leaving. But you don't you don't have that that situation where you're putting yourself or your family in danger by being around you know people you don't know their, what their health situation is right so that's you know and i i honest to god i've made more money doing food delivery than i've ever made doing lyft and uber right because right. people want you know people are ordering in food they don't want to go out you know especially when they can't eat in the lobby They're like we don't want to drive all the way there and get it and then just have to come home so we'll just order it Right. So I've had some really, really good nights and weekends. And I've heard delivery. that, Larry. And I, I don't mean to cut you off. I've heard that. I got some friends that's uh, doing ride share deliveries mm-hmm. and uh, working for Grubhub and all those type of organizations right now and around the world just yeah. to make ends meet. And yeah. they're telling me they're making good money right now. I got a buddy that uh, drives in Nashville seven days a week. It's an Uber driver. He is just like he does the same stuff as you. He does right. it. Now, he does it for a full-time job. Mm-hmm. It's just a part-time job for you. But he is making a killing. Yeah, and if you are willing to be a rideshare driver right now, uh, you can make good money because uh, there's a lot of people that, that that don't want to do that. So there's a not a lot of drivers out there right now. Right. But but again, with the food delivery, I, I was talking about on our last episode. There was a guy uh, on Facebook. He was just trying to see, you know, how much he could make if he if he hit it really hard and did Uber Eats twelve hours a day for a month, and he made eight grand. Wow, eight grand! But if you're I mean, listening, I don't this think man made to, eight grand. Yeah, I don't think he'd want to do that. 12 hours a day, seven days a week. But if you had to, if you're going to lose your house or you had a kid need an operation, you do what you got to do. I always said to myself and always said, and I've, I've always lived by this. If I got to make money and I got to make it in a short period of time, I'm going to do what it takes to get it. Exactly. I'm not saying I'm going to do anything illegal. Right. Within, within the law. <laughs> within the law. If I got to do what it takes, if I'm out here, if I got to go serve at Cheddar's or bus at Cheddar's or be a host at Cheddar's and pick yeah. up trash outside hey, for yeah, if I got deliver long pizzas, company, man, deliver I got pizzas. To, I got to dig a ditch, whatever it takes. Whether it's sales, whether it's yeah. any job I can get, if I got to go out there and do it, I'm going to do it because I'm a go-getter. And that's why we're talking about this episode. Yeah. It's just not about me. It's not just about Larry. We're talking about go-getters all together, guys. That's uh, it's, it's a powerful word to me. Go getter is a powerful word. Somebody, yeah. like I said, it's somebody that wants to motivate, inspirate. They wanna, they wanna move ahead for their family, their friends, just, just for themselves. They wanna create financial freedom. So uh, we was just talking about Dave Ramsey. I know he is a go getter. This man is a, a big time financial planner. Not just a planner. He's just a, he's very good and he's, he's very, very smart with his money. And I've watched a lot of his videos. I know Larry's watched a lot of his videos. And he's just so clever when it comes to stuff like that it makes you think like man this man's been a go-getter for almost years yeah and and most of his stuff is not uh it's not new news it's all common sense stuff that that our grandparents knew to follow and but he made his mistakes too if you if you ever tell his whole story when he was young he got into real estate buying Back the big the big crazy in you see all these infomercials about you know no money down buy houses with no money down over somebody else's money you know and he got into into some of that kind of stuff 
and he talks about how he had all these loans and he was breaking it in, living the big lavish lifestyle. All of a sudden, the bank that he'd always done business with got sold to a big bank and, and they didn't know him and they didn't have any confidence in him. So they called his loans in and he went broke big time. Yeah. Big time. <laughs> he was a millionaire when he yes, went broke, yeah, didn't he? Multi, yeah, several times over. Did he ever say, what was he doing? Was he just like splurging, just spending no, money? No, like I said, he he had all this money out there. He was buying, you know, he would buy an apartment complex and he would start taking the rent some of that and and he would get a loan for another house and and he had all these loans out and as long as everything as long as the bank was good with his loans he he was okay but he had that cash flow but when when it got sold to another bank and all of a sudden they're like we we think uh we're not sure you can you're going to be good for these so we're calling our loans in you need to pay them now and he couldn't do it, of course. He didn't have that kind of money. And so he, he went bankrupt. But he, he learned. He said, any mistake you've made, I've made with a bunch of zeros on the end. <laughs> you know? Right, so, right. I heard him say that plenty so of times. You, so. yeah, you can't think that, that these people that you see that are successful, most of them have failed at a lot of stuff. Yeah. You know, They just didn't give up. Oh, yeah. You, know, you could just be one failure away from your big success. But if you give up, you're never going to get there. I know for me, I want to say some. Uh, I was just talking to some friends lately. It's been times where I've made a lot of money and then I just not blew it all, but I just spent so much because I felt like I was on top of the world. And I still might have like something saved and I put some up for a rainy day or something in my savings account. But that's the thing about when you're a go getter or when even when you just make money, that's the thing. They say money is the root of all evil. And I understand that now. I never the love of money. Is, it, yeah. The love the of money, money is, is a root of all evil. And I understand that now because. You can be doing good and make a lot of money, and you can just spend that money because you're thinking that yeah, I can gonna, just make some more. You know, yeah, I, I can make some more. Yeah, exactly. I can go make some more. Next That's week. what happened to me. That's <laughs> what happened to me. I was thinking, exactly. I'm gonna make more. I'm gonna make more. Yeah, yeah. I didn't go broke because yeah. I'm too. I'm, I'm too clever when it comes to money. You know what I'm saying? I'm too clever. I know how to spend and I know how to save. Yeah. And I know how to. I know how to tell the in between. But it's, it's just been times. Into that mindset, man. I'm telling you, and I, it's been times where I yeah. just blew money, yeah. and I just said, "Why did I do that?" Like. The next day, I would just think like, "Why did I spend two or three hundred dollars right here? I didn't need to do that." Exactly. Yeah. And, and you easy. might still be comfortable. I was still mm-hmm. comfortable financially, sure. and I wasn't hurting like that. But I was just like, I could have used that two or three hundred dollars on groceries or something way more important that I'm going to need down the road. So, money can do that. You know what I'm saying? So even even like I said, even when you become a go getter, or if that's in you, like. It's got to be in you. To me, I feel like a person that is a go getter. It has to be in them. Even if that's in you, don't don't ever think that you can't just get a lot of money and you're making all this money. It just can't go away because it can. Because it's all about mental state. You know what I'm saying? And your mind can trick you. Because like just like Larry said, that's exactly what I was thinking. He was right, correct. I was thinking, I'll make that money back next week. It might not be for another two or three weeks before I make that money back. And it does that to you. Yeah, it does and, that and to we've you. seen the last six months that even even whether you had a successful job or successful business, uh, the world can change in a heartbeat. You know, there's lots of businesses that that were doing wonderful, and then COVID hit and people were laid off. Right, they were making money, they were doing great, they didn't make any mistakes. It was totally out of their control, and boom, COVID hits and. And everything's different. Everything's and then changed. Trump announced, hey, you can get unemployment with the extra, extra $600. And that has been good for people, but it has been bad for people. I've heard some stories. Um, I know a lot of people took care of their unemployment money to better better themselves. I know a lot of people that got the unemployment blew past it. Yeah. Uh, Easy to do. I know somebody. I know a few people that just 
made ten to fifteen thousand dollars in the past four months and just they told me they're done. They don't they don't have no money left. They're still working a second job. Um honestly, man, it's about it's about saving your money. You know what I'm saying? Like uh I've always been good at this, but like I said, I've had my struggles as of I, I wanna say as of late because I just I've always just thought ahead. You know what I'm saying? I, I think too much. I'm always say to myself, I think too much. I'm always it takes me ten minutes to post a status, but before I post it on Snapchat or social media, because I think too much and I always think, do I wanna go left or I wanna go right? But it happens with people. Now a lot of these people have ran through this ten to fifteen thousand dollars when it comes to un- unemployment money. Either their parents never taught them about money or they just weren't disciplined or they just had so much money in their hands they didn't know what to do with it. So all anything they can do was Hey, I want to go out to eat. Hey, I want to go to the mall. Hey, I want to hang out with my friends. Just like Larry said five, six minutes ago. If you don't watch it, you, you're gonna say you're gonna sit there and say to your head, in your head, you're gonna say, "Oh, I can just, I can just, I can get this money right back." It's not that easy. It's not that easy. It's, it's so easy to say it, but it's not that easy. Yeah. So yeah, um, you have to you have to either have a plan to control your money or the lack of it will always control you. Oh it's yeah. Another day, right? Oh yeah. Saying. He's you, got so many good. You ones. will go broke. Yeah, you, you will. will. Go broke. You really will. Another thing I want to talk about too is, you know, being a go getter. Mm-hmm. You know, we've talked about it. If if we need if we need a certain amount of money, you know, we go do what it takes. Whether that's deliver pizzas, dig a ditch, whatever. Whatever. You can't let your pride get in the way and say, right. "Oh man, here I was." You know, I was this big salesman. I was making, you know, I was making hundred k a year. I'm, I'm too good to deliver pizzas. Right. You're not too good to do any kind of work. It's, it, no. Nope. It's honest work. Nope. It's honest work. I, I work at, I work, yeah. I do sales right now with a direct sales company. I do sales right now, and I still work at a restaurant. So I, I, I work a regular job, but then I work like sort of like a career job. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. I do both because I know I'm not too good for it. You exactly. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Same thing. Money talks. Like I always tell people, money talks and bullshit walks. Yeah. And it, it is what it is. So yeah, I'm you know I'm I'm, I'm during the day I'm IT uh, systems engineer and at night I'm out doing rideshare right and, and delivering food you know oh yeah yeah of course so uh it it doesn't matter who you are man you could be it don't matter who you are there's some celebrities that's millionaires people that's millionaires people think that millionaires don't work they just sit at home and they have all these some millionaires actually have nine to fives yeah and, like, and another thing the most most of the millionaires in the world, you'd never know they were a millionaire because they're they're driving you know four to five year old cars. I'm telling they're you, they're not living in a huge house. If they don't dra- dress real flashy. If I'm a millionaire, that's what I'm yeah, gonna do. Exactly, that's how most of them are. I mean, you'll see do. the flashy ones. You're gonna notice them because they they want that. They want to draw attention to themselves. It's hard. But, it's hard. And I've been there. It's hard, yeah. man. Yeah. It is hard. But yeah, most most people who like are really that. wealthy, you you would you would never even know it if you're. Oh, I know a couple. I know I, there's some guys that I hang out with. Uh, I got some buddies that uh, one of them makes literally over 500k a year, and he's a friend. I never knew it. Never knew anything. Yeah. He sits beside me when we go get a drink. We chill, and he always wanted to take care of my drinks. He knows I'm good, but he always wanted to take care. And then I found out one day, he slipped and said he was like, "Yeah, I was gonna hire this guy for 300k." Yeah. To yeah. be like, no, what? And I'm thinking like, damn. I'm thinking like, damn. How much do you make <laughs> in my head? Yeah. And I never did ask him, but I heard through the grapevine. Sure. I knew he, he. You would never know it. He's yeah. just a regular guy. Yeah. Yeah. And that's crazy. So Larry, about what you just said, uh, talk to me about like kind of kind of talk to me about like the stories or the people that you know, and you don't even have to say their names about that you know that's millionaires or people out there that make a lot of money. And how is their their living style like? What what 
what's their everyday life? What what are they like? You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, I mean one that one that really comes to my mind, uh it was a couple of years ago I was down in Nashville driving uh driving rides here because there's a big race down there called the Iroquois Steeplechase. It's okay. down in near Brentwood, Tennessee. Sure. And at Iroquois Park. And um I was going to go down there and drive because I heard it was a pretty good day for rideshare drivers. A lot, a lot of people take take the rideshare in because they're going to be drinking at the races. They don't want to drive home. So I went down there and ended up uh, picking a guy at the airport and uh, picked him up. And we were talking on the way to the race. Super nice guy. I mean, he he was just, you know, he, he had he had slacks on and a dress coat, but not not just, you know, decked out just to the nines or anything. Clothes. Yeah. And it seemed like, you know, he seemed like, uh, he he was probably you know maybe fifteen years older than me or so, uh, and we just had a really good conversation, just really down to earth, mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff. And uh, then come to find out, he he had flown in uh, just for the races. He was going to fly back that night, right. and he actually owned two of the racehorses that were they were racing. Never said anything, right? Really. And and over um, got to know him real well, and he ended up inviting me to the races. And the next year, the next year, I actually ended up and spent went and spent the day at the races with him. He invited me to go to spend the day at the races wow. with him. So got to sit with him. And he's his dad. Uh, he's he's from a family that, that owns one of the largest pharmaceutical companies in the world. So he lives down. I know he lives down. He lives down in Florida. Okay. Um, he had his house up for sale um, at the time. I think it was for thirty five million. And I know Trump owned thirty five million, ladies and million. gentlemen. And Trump owned the property next to him. He was talking about what <laughs> owned one of the properties next to him. But just if you met this guy and just talked to him, you would never, never guess because he's just like I said, funny guy, down to earth. He'd joke with you, joke I'm with everybody. He's one of those guys. He walks up, he doesn't, you know, he'll talk to anybody. Doesn't doesn't know a stranger, and just super, super nice. Didn't have any any of that arrogance or you know, I'm better than you, right? Right. Because he was introducing me around all his you know all his buddies because he's been doing this for years, and it was kind of weird for me because these people were very very wealthy and right. like oh yeah, they're telling me all about it. Well, their vacation, you. you know, over in the. In the Caribbean or and they in probably Switzerland, act just like him. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh yeah, what do you do?" I'm like, "Well, you know, I'm his driver." You know? Yeah, <laughs> and but and they're just, "Oh yeah, that's cool," you know. And like I said, yeah, you you would have never known just running into him uh, that he was that he was worth as much. As and that's one thing I want to say about they always like really wealthy people. They're cool though. Mm-hmm. The ones that I've hung around, I'm telling you, I got some friends that are like they do good, man. I'm telling you that the bar that I go to. uh I go hang out with some friends. I'm telling you, I got some friends that make over 100k, 500k. These dudes are loaded. You don't even know it. They sitting beside you, but sometimes I kind of pick. I notice, you know, I just they'll say they got a company, and you you might see their their company hat or t-shirt on, and you don't know it until like after a couple months. They never mention you like, right. or they'll mention they'll talk to you. They be like, yeah, I sold my my business for a million dollars. I'm looking at them like, just. They just saying it like it ain't nothing because they've been doing it for years. Right, right. So to them, it's they're not thinking about the number. They just they just made it from the bottom. You would never know who they are, too. I'm telling you. So uh, your story that that we just heard that was that was crazy. You you never know what these people look like, man. These people make money, man. Yeah, and a lot of them get into the you know they get in that mindset and they get comfortable and they know that. Hey, even if even if I lost it all, I'm gonna be okay because I'll start something else. Yeah, you know, I'll start something else and I'll make it back. You know, that's what like, like Dave Ramsey talked about. When he went broke, he's like, man, you know, it's gonna take me a while, but I'm gonna make it back. And now he's you know wealthier than he's ever been. He's, gosh, I don't know how much he's worth, but he's yeah. syndicated 
you know, all over the world. I know his podcast I think is one I of the top podcasts million, out there. Yeah, he worth at least 50, 60 million for yeah. sure. Maybe more than that. Maybe more. <laughs> Maybe more than that, knowing him. And not only that, like his kids, they're all involved in the business and they're all very oh, yeah. successful as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I said, he's always talking about his wife, too. He's always bringing his mm-hmm. wife into the conversation. So she helps him with the finances, the always looking up. They, they always, they got, and they got, let me tell you something, Larry, they got a lot of different, uh, they got a lot of different things they're doing. Too. Oh yeah, they like, got, they, got they their, do everything. They don't have all their eggs in one basket. Oh sure. no, and that's that's what I heard. Yeah. The typical millionaire, and we're talking about millionaires right now. If you're just joining into listening to the Tony State 100 podcast, if you're just listening, the typical millionaire they say the typical millionaire has four incomes. Now I don't know how true that is, but that's what they say. Four yeah, I wouldn't doubt it because yeah, you don't want to like I said we were talking about the COVID thing. You don't want all your eggs in one basket because right. That, that you know, basket can always break. And, that boy. And, and if all your eggs are in there, you know. You better have some money yeah, put up. Yeah, you're scrambled. <laughs> you're you better gonna... have some money put up. I've always thought yeah. about that, too. So, yeah. Um, yeah, man, we're talking about go-getters right now. Uh, like I said, this is an episode that I've been wanting to drop. I've been thinking about it for, like, the past two months. Uh, we're just talking about what, what is a go-getter? What's your definition of a go-getter? And, and what uh, motivates you? What made it, What motivates you, Antonio? What makes you think? Because I know there's days, because mm-hmm. I have them. I know we all have them. You wake up and you're like, man. I just I just don't want to do it today because I, don't want to do it I today. see I like I said like like I've said this before on my uh, other podcast shows. Uh, my mom and dad came from Mississippi. I was born in Mississippi. Uh, we 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 grew up in a tough neighborhood, tough area out there. Uh, predominantly black, African American, um, crime. A lot of people don't make it past high school, so I seen it. I seen. I seen the low income. Um, we had a ha- my mom and dad stayed in the Habitat for Humanity house. So anybody that don't know nothing about that, which most people do, is low income. So I come from that. So that that just motivated me. My mom and dad always wanted me to to have better. You know what I'm saying? They like we want you to do better. You know what I'm saying? And here to this day, they told me. My mom's told me plenty of times. She's like, "You made it. You you've done better than us. You've accomplished so much faster than we did." Like and. Five to six span, five years six span. Then when were you were your age, so I just I just seen what my mom and dad went through. And like I said, my mom and dad they gave us a good life. We we had everything, but I just I just wanted it, man. I just seen it. And I I, just, I said to myself like you know I, I see a nice car or I see people. I just I was so interested in college about saving money and finances and credit and stuff. I've always been like that. Always looking to have a different streams of income and I, and I held like two or three jobs when I was in college and I was working six seven days a week in college probably working about 50 hours and I still graduated in college uh true story a lot of people don't believe me when I say that I really did I took online classes I had nine hours I still graduated and uh I literally was working five days five six seven days a week for like probably a year until I graduated uh so it's just it motivation it's just it I just seen how my mom and dad was just at times they would just struggle or I knew they went to college and they had me. So they both dropped out. Uh, I just knew I just seen like my family history generation, just background. You know what I'm saying? It's like a lot of people got high school diplomas or a lot of people didn't make it out of high school or for my family. I was the first person to graduate. So it was just a lot of motivation. I just said to myself, I want to be different. I'm going to get it done and I'm going to do whatever it takes. And. Here I am. And so that's what motivates me. You know what I'm saying? I just seen my mom and dad. They just they just worked really hard. You know what I'm saying? But I don't think they ever we we had everything, but I felt like we never 
they never got to the point where they really wanted to get to financially. They got there, you know. And there's sometimes we have some good days, some good years, and we have some bad years. You know, I remember. But uh, like I said, it's just my mom and dad. They just motivate me. My mom always put it in my head like, you can, you can do this, you can do better. You know what I'm saying? I want you to have more than me. And, I, and, and when I have kids one day, they're gonna. I expect them to do better than me. So. Yeah, that's what we want. That's what we hope for. That's what we, we hope for. Uh, do we better. So that's what that's that's what I would say, Larry. That's what motivated me. I just I said to myself, I just want, and I tell my friends that I know they are talented. I say, man, you can do this. I know people that's got talent, man. Like they can. I know, and I, and they don't see it in themselves. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes people got to tell me, hey, you can do this, and then I'll just figure it out. But they don't have the time and the space in their head to just think about it. And I have to talk them into it. And then next thing you know, their success. And then and I'll be like, I told you because i seen it in you. Yeah, that's, some people really need that. They need somebody to yeah. to be that voice in their head saying, hey, you can do this, man. You can you do can. this. Just give them a little. They need a little nudge, you know. Yeah. I knew a guy. I wanted to uh, share this story. I knew a guy that uh, went to high school with me. Um, his name was uh, a lot of people are going to listen to this. They, they'll probably remember the name. I, I played high school football with him. His name was Laquan York. He was a really, really great football player. Uh, he, 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 he. I don't think he ever finished school, but he was a. Really, he, he dropped out of high school. This man was a beast. They were already saying he was going to be a Division One prospect. Uh, his first year as a freshman, he played JV varsity. But he's doing a lot. He's doing better in life right now. I haven't talked to him in a long time. I talked to him maybe a year ago through Messenger. He's doing better, but he 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 went through a lot of trials and tribulations. You know what I'm saying when it came to. Uh, when it came, he had to, he kind of got forced into like where he chose to left and went to the streets, you know what I'm saying? But he still, he still had a, he's had, he still had a good di- disciplined life so far, but this man was a division one prospect and he just, it just seemed like so many people try to help him, but he still went left. And, and, and sometimes that's just your environment. You, the generation that you grew up in or the, the people he went left, this dude was super talented. I'm talking about. I, I think he should be playing pro right now. He's 6'3", 215, 20 pounds, was a beast. I'm talking about big time. And a lot of people know this story. A lot of people know it, but we still – a lot of people talk about it. But ultimately, ultimately he, he chose to go left. But uh, he's doing good. You know, he just got out of jail and everything. He's doing good. And and uh, he's been out of jail for a couple of years. He's raising his kids and everything. But uh, that's, that's the one story I remember because I know for a fact he could have made it. And I, and I think – I'll ask him one day. Do you think he would have made? It? I think he knows he would have made it too, but he got. I think he, you know, so to speak. I would just say, I think life caught him up. I don't say he got himself caught up. I think life caught up with him, and you know, sometimes that could be good. Sometimes that can be bad. But that's one story I would always say. I always think about about something like that. Somebody that I know could have made it. Yeah, and and different things motivate different people i know you were talking about what motivated you and mm-hmm. it's somewhat similar in my case um grew up you know growing up there was five kids eventually there were seven of us but um uh, my dad was bipolar you know they didn't know what it was right. so he he'd already been in prison for several years right and they you know they didn't know a lot about it uh 40 years ago right so he was he was in prison pretty much from the time i was about nine or ten up until right after i graduated high school so just hearing the few stories I heard from him about it, I, I knew that was someplace I never wanted to end up right. for sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so we were getting, you know, mom's getting no child support. She had a high school diploma was all, and so welfare. We, we grew up on welfare. Yeah, I, mean, I got free here. lunch, and 
and it's weird i didn't grow up in a in a bad neighborhood but i actually grew up in a, in a really good neighborhood right over by powder gray school right over in briarwood okay but, but we okay. lived we moved there when my mom and dad were still married and my mom kept us there as long as she could but in high school we ended up moving to a trailer park out on a little road and you know, I, I did everything I could. I didn't want to switch schools in high school. I, lo- I you know, all my friends you graduate were Bowling from? Green High. Okay, you went and to Bowling so, Green High. Yeah, and even though I Shout lived out, out there, <laughs> definitely. Um, my sister, one of one of my sisters, was living on Nutwood, so we used her address for my my address to for me to go to school there. Oh, okay. And, but I remember, you know, my mom would take me sometimes, but sometimes she couldn't. And I remember walking from Bowling Green High to home to our trailer park on Little Road. Wow! After that school, far? yeah, yeah, because yeah, I didn't have Whew. any other choice. But um, that's almost you think about it. That's like uh, yeah. I mean, because from my house, just a drive, it's yeah. almost twenty minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's pretty good walk. Walking. It's pretty yeah. walk. Um, but yeah, going through that and growing up on welfare, and like I said, I was surrounded in, in Briarwood by by some people that were like some from Mount Air people, like really wealthy people. Mm-hmm. And here I was, you know, getting getting free lunch. Right. And uh, same here. Same. I, here. I, I knew. I knew. I was like, I don't. I don't ever want. To be in the position when I grew up where I can't pay my bills, right? You know, I I I never really had a desire to be a big you know multi millionaire type right. person, but I, I I wanted to pay my bills. I didn't want to have to worry, go to bed every night worrying, am I going to be able to pay my bills tomorrow? Right. And you know, for the most part, I think I think that had a big effect on me because I've always you know money is always on my mind even if i know me too i'm not gonna i'm not gonna uh you know miss paying my bills or i'm not gonna right. be able to be able to afford it it's always in the back of my mind there always I, always speaking always. of what you're saying i always post on my snapchat i always say i gotta stay afloat i always say that people ask me why i say that and i'm like well you know what afloat means i, I want to stay on top i want to stay ahead like i don't want to drown yeah and when i say that i'm talking about money i, I gotta stay afloat it's a must I cannot go broke. I can't not get down to I, I just can't. Yeah. Because I don't know how that feels right now because I've been doing so good within the last year or so and I, I just don't want to go back down to that. I just can't. I won't let myself go down. Yeah. I just can't. So yeah. I definitely know what you mean when you say that, Larry. Uh, it's just, it's, 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 it's about, like you said, a go-getter is a, it's about a person that just has their principles or their morals and they, they just want better for themselves. Whether it's financially, whether it's like family wise, you just you just you just look and you just say to yourself, you just you wake up in the morning, you, you look in the mirror, you're like, this is what I want. You know what I'm saying? And, you, and, and sometimes you got to thank the Lord, too. You got to thank the Lord. You know, Definitely. and I always say I'm, I'm extremely blessed and grateful. And I mean, when I say that, because I know this all can be taken away. Everything I have, everything that I learned, all my abilities and skills, all this can be taken away with a split second because yep. it's happened to people. Yep, in the blink of an eye, talent, talent can eye. do it. And, and and you, yeah, Larry, you know, you you know, you, you know, all this stuff can be taken away in the blink of an eye. And I'm not gonna never say that uh, success. I always tell. I, I seen this quote. It says, and I love it. It says, uh, "Success is dangerous." Are you sure you're ready for this? And a lot of people just look at it, but you got to read through it. Success is dangerous. It is. Anybody out there listening, success is dangerous. Are y'all sure that y'all are ready for this? Success brings a lot. It brings jealousy, envious. Temptations. And, and <laughs> temptation. Yeah, right. You can lose money. You can lose your house. Lose your family. Alcohol, drugs, women, men, everything can get involved. Your family, your friends, 
hatred, it's success is dangerous. So yeah. if you're out there listening, success is that it'll happen to me. I'm telling you now, I'm just witnessing it and happened to me. There's been times where I made some serious money and nobody knew it, but I was out eating everywhere. I was out. We call, you know, well, anybody knows this word. Where I'm from, we say balling. <laughs> I'm out there balling. I'm going to the clubs. I'm just hanging out. And you're, and you're not worried about nothing because you feel like you're on top of the world. But then you have that one little thing that happens. And you're like, okay, I need to slow down. I need to stop. Or some people got killed just because they did so good in life. And somebody was just jealous of them. Sure. It, that happens all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you can read story after story of people who have won the lottery and it ruined their lives. It ruined you know, their lives. They, they, they had all this money. You know, their kids ended up ODing because they had all the money and got it's into the drugs. Hard. It's too hard. And they're like, man, I wish I would never have won that. And it happens time and time and time again. So I've never heard about that. So, so you, that's happened? Like, I, stuff like that? Oh, man, yeah. Yeah, it's a very common story. It's a very, very common when story win for the people lottery. the lottery. Yeah, they Some up, people go broke yeah. winning the lottery when they're a multi-millionaire. Yeah, and that's the same way with professional athletes. I know, I don't know what the statistics are, but the, I know I know that it's a very high percentage of Say NFL players within five years, they're 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 broke. I know it. I, I actually tweeted uh, Chad Johnson, Ocho Cinco. Yeah. If you're familiar with NFL, mm-hmm. one of the, he's going to be a Hall of Fame NFL wide receiver. I ch- retweeted him about two years ago, and he posted it. He he uh, retweeted it on his Twitter, and I got like a hundred likes, or whatever. And I said I said a quote that he said. He said five. He said and, and within five years, he's been out of league for eight years. Within five years. 87% of NFL players go broke because they still live that lifestyle, even though the NFL checks right. have yeah, ran out. Yeah, income's not coming in. <laughs> what are they yeah. doing? Yeah. So you got to invest. You know what I'm saying? Either you got to invest or you got to save that money. Yeah, you got to be smart about it. You can't you can't have this, you know, big posse of 40 people, that, you know, great uh, yep. great cut, co- you know, your third cousin twice removed and you're paying all their bills. You yep. know, you got to be smart about it. You got to be smart about I've it. I've seen sure. rappers like that. I think, uh, you, you can always outspend your income. I don't care. It doesn't matter how much you make. You can outspend your income. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If you don't be careful. Yeah, if you're not careful. I just always say to myself every two days, like when I wake up in the morning or before I go to bed, the first thing I do is I always look at my bank account. What do I got? And then I say to myself, what do I got to spend this week? And then I say to myself, what do I want to do this week? I look in the refrigerator. What do I got? What do I need? You got you to think about your bills. You got to think about everything because money talks. And money, money comes in, money comes out. So it's 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 about finances. And one thing I just I just heard the stories like you said, Larry. I know there's a rapper. Uh, his name is Lil Boosie. He's really popular. Um, he's still multi millionaire. Went to prison for two years. He uh he beat a murder case. It was supposedly uh, self defense. Really popular rapper, Lil Boosie from Louisiana. Um, I know he said at one point he was taking care of almost sixty people. Yeah. Entourage, friends, and family. At one point, he said he was paying a lady's light bill. He barely knew. He was just a friend. Of, she was just a friend of the family. He knew her. He was taking care of her light bill because this lady probably 60, 70 years old because he was a multimillionaire. He said he ended up, when he was in jail, he ended up losing $1.1 million because he couldn't pay nothing. Like, everybody, all his money was in the outside while he's in jail, so... He's the one been living this rich lifestyle for 15 years. He's taking care of everybody, and nobody else knows how to do nothing else. So they're just letting it go by. And he, yeah. he said he lost a million. Now, there's an episode. I just watched it a couple of days ago. Yeah, it happened. I mean, you look at somebody as popular and successful and has been as in as many 
movies as Nicolas Cage yeah. and how much money he's burned through. And, really? And, and he, he, yeah, he tell got, me about him. I ain't know. He about got that. big, big trouble because he he bought he he's very eccentric and he he'll buy islands. He'll buy he'll buy all this weird stuff. But he's but but he, he said in interviews before he's like you know why I do so many movies because I need the money. But he's been in so many movies, and it's because he's, he's, a, he's a bad. It. He's a good actor too. Yeah, isn't is, I'm glad uh, he got his skills. Yeah, he's a he's a bad. Yeah, I, I like a lot of Nick Cage oh, movies yeah, like for Nick sure. Cage. Yeah, Face he's, Off he's and Connor. So he like blows to a lot of money. He did. Yeah, I don't know if he, I don't know if he's reformed now, but I know uh, last like four or five years ago he was in pretty bad shape uh, in bankruptcy. Success court. is dangerous, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. I'm telling y'all. Yep. I'm telling y'all. Like I said, I've been through. I know Larry's probably had some. Uh, I'm sure. Let's oh, hear yeah. about your success story. Yeah, you sure. Like I said, you, you know, you come into some money. You, you have, uh, you have a good success with with something. Our side hustle you're doing. And you're like, man, I can make this money anytime I want to. Man, I can make it rain. It in seems here. like that. And so you started looking through, clicking on the Amazon wish list, and <laughs> the next thing you know, man, these boxes are piling up at your house, and and all of a sudden you go out next week and uh, business is down and the money's not like, coming in. Man, like, what bank happened? account ain't looking what too happened? good yeah, right now. Yeah, <laughs> things looking a little shallow in here. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. And so, then you regret buying it. Of course, yeah. You get that buyer's remorse, man, like the, two days after you I'm bought it. You. Like, man, did I, did I really need this? You know, did I really, really need this? I'm am am I going to even... A year from now, am I, I even going to remember I have this thing? Probably I always not. say, why'd I do that? Why'd I do yeah. that, man? Yeah. <laughs> Dang, I should have saved that two or $300. Oh, why'd yeah. I do that? Yeah, you put that I ain't never did it a lot. I just did it on certain things. Mm-hmm. I did it on certain things. It's only happened like maybe like two or three times in my yeah. life because I'm pretty disciplined. Yeah. But because I'm, I'm, like I said, I've always been good with money. I've always been smart with it. I've always just said, okay, I'm going to put this aside. Or uh, a family member called me. I got it. Yeah. I got. It. I've always yeah. been good. They can count on me. But when you buy that one, or you you do something that you, you oh, I'm gonna make this money. Or I, or I got plenty in my bank account, and then you make that mistake, and you, the next morning you're like, why? I've done that where I went out to the bars one time. I'm like, man, how do I spend two hundred dollars? Like, there is no way. They they must have did something wrong. You go to your bank account, no, and then you start adding up the drinks. Yeah, you done bought some for some females. You know. You got the, the that like you said entourage. You got I got three or four of my guys with me. I cover their drinks. Yeah, we in there making it rain. Then they say it you goes know, quick. Two oh three. Yeah, I spent two oh three. I spent two twenty. I'm like how? Yeah, and you think you you did something wrong? You think yeah. it's probably like a hundred and two? Yeah. No, nah, you spent the extra hundred, brother. Yeah. That's what happened. And we're not saying don't ever uh, don't ever treat yourself. If you yeah, work, live hard, your life. You only live if you once. Do, if you're working hard and you're taking care of business. And it's good every now and then to get yourself a little something, treat yourself something. But but you got to be smart about it. Got to be smart about it. And you're talking about one thing that I want to bring up. Uh, you know, making sure you put money away. And this is a hard thing for most people to learn because our instinct is, all right, we're gonna, we're gonna get this paycheck and I'm gonna pay all my bills and then whatever I have left over. If I have anything left over, I'll I'll put a little in savings. Well, that that never is going to work. Ever, it ain't going to happen. Ever, because you're not, not you're not going to have stuff left over. Nope. You have to pay yourself first. Yeah, have to pay because you will build your lifestyle around whatever your income is. So the way I was able to do that is I have my my check direct deposited into uh, I have a certain amount of it that goes into a, a right. credit union. Where I, I don't have a I don't have a card or ATM card right. for it or nothing. If I want money there, I got to go in 
and fill mm-hmm. out the sheet and all that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. it goes in there. I don't even see it, ever see it. And then the rest of my check, whatever it is, goes into, into my regular checking account. But I started doing that, and every time, like when I would get a raise, I'd, I'd, I'd up that amount that's going into the credit union. Right. And and that's how I'm paying for my kids' college. Right. And so so you'll get into that habit of, of making sure you pay yourself first, and if you can, get it automatically deposited where you don't see it. You'll you'll build your, your lifestyle around what's in your checking account. That's exactly that's exactly what I do. Mine's a little similar. What I do is so where I work at the restaurant I work at, what I do is when I'm not doing sales and I do sales remotely from home or whenever I get a chance. So what I do is uh, I just live off that paycheck every week. I just live off that. So I'm acting like I'm basically so I might have I might have something in the bank put up. You know what I'm saying? I got my savings. Right. So I don't touch that. But I, I'll act like I'm living paycheck to paycheck. Right. That way I can't touch the other right. money. Yeah, so I'm just living exactly. off that money, and I still, still afloat, very afloat. Exactly. You know yeah, I do the same thing with I, my. I just my, do it every week. Yeah, with my I know I'm gonna get paid. Yeah. Any of my my ride share money, my food delivery money, or if I'm doing roadie, any of that kind of stuff that goes that goes into. A so you got account. people like, how are you doing this? You work where we work at. How how can you go to the steakhouse two days a week? How can how can you do that and I can't do that? You work where I'm working. I work 40 hours. You work 25 hours because I save my money. No, and then you ask some people how much they got in that bank. Yeah. They'll say $96, yeah. $12. Yeah. Don't ask me because I don't want to tell you because I don't want to hurt your feelings. Yeah. I can do this because I'm not at the bar four nights, five nights a week. I'm not. <laughs> and, and now, like I said, like, like some of my, my downfall falls, like in the summer, this past summer, like when I did spend 200 it's because I did that. I did it like three nights in one week, one time. I celebrated Buddy's birthday, and then I went out one night, and I said, I'm feeling a little generous. I'm going to go again. Sure, yeah. So I did that, but for the most part, I never did. I just live, like, I'm not going to say I live like I'm broke. I just live, I act like I'm living paycheck to paycheck. You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't want to say I'm living paycheck to paycheck. I think I'm definitely doing a lot better because I have a savings. I actually have a savings. Right. Like you said, you got to pay yourself first. You You got to pay yourself first, guys, if you're listening. I'm telling you. You get that habit, it'll... It'll change your life. It really will. And you'd be surprised how fast that money will accumulate. I'm and, telling you. And, you, and, you <laughs> and nowadays, there's so many online banks. You can find a, you can find a, a savings account like mine. You know, uh, mine's in a, uh, an account that that pays much higher interest rate than just a bank would or, or a credit union. I mean, it pays like 20 times what a, a credit union's going to pay you. So, so try to get an account in there. Like I said, it's an online bank, so I, you know I can't even drive up and get money out of it if right. I have to. Um, you know, I, I just don't transfer. try to mess with it. I yeah. just yeah, like now here and there. Let's it. say like I might dip in it like every two weeks. I might get something for like okay, I can go to the mall. I don't want to spend what I make every week, so I'm gonna go to the mall or I'm gonna go to a steakhouse and spend like thirty, forty dollars. I'm gonna take it out of that account because I know I got that much. And then it might be where I just take twenty out of that my savings. Don't mess with it for like three or four weeks. And then just keep. Li- I just I, like I said. I just stay focused on. So if you got more than one income, guys, like if you're, if you're out there listening, you guys just listening. If you got more than one income, don't use both of them. Like use one to put your money away and save it. The job that you work at the most, the most where you're getting like full time hours, you use that one to live. You know what I'm saying? So your week to week basis, use that. The other job you got, and you know you got savings in it, just don't touch it. Don't touch it. It's going to be hard. Yeah. If you got to touch it to get a couple dollars out, do that. But it's it's extremely hard. I do it all the time. Yeah, I've heard a lot of people, too, who will be a husband and wife, 
uh, and and they'll live off say live off the husband's income and and put all hers in savings. Right. And it's tough to do because you're like, hey, we got all this. We could be, we could have a better car. We could have a bigger house. But you want to dip in it. Yeah, I'm telling you. But 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 you get discipline and and get into that habit, and it will grow. It'll grow quickly, and you'll have more money than you ever thought you could save. Right. I was talking to a friend, and uh, it's a real close friend of mine. It might have been a was it a family member? No, it was a. It was. A, I think it might be my brother, and I was, a, or it was either my brother or one of my good friends. I can't remember. Maybe both. But I had been saving a lot of money since March. I had been saving since quarantine, right when I got laid off at the restaurant job. So I was like, I got to do something else. I got to make something happen. So I started. I started really started doing sales again, like in June, June. So July. Really June, I would say June, late May, June. So I've been doing, I had been doing that. So what I did was I told, my, I think my brother or one of my friends, like I said, baby, about a couple of weeks ago. So here it is, August. They said, how you make all that money? How'd you save all that money from March with all this, this big, these bad times? Because I lived off one income. I knew how much money I had in the other one. I lived off one income. I just stayed with it. I just, I knew I was gonna have a certain amount of money. I'm, like, I can live off that. Really, I was living off living off of something like some of that, like weekly pay for like two weeks because I get paid weekly at that job. So I was just doing that. And they were kind of shocked. They said, how'd you do it? Because they either done blew the money or they or they spent the money or it, it could be anybody in the world. Just in general, I'm just not talking about my brother, and my friend. But I think my friend was just like, how do you keep it that long? How? He's just looking at me. I'm just like, because I know that I'm going to need it. And I just didn't want. I was like, yeah. I was like, damn, you're right, man. I ain't even thinking that it is August, ain't it? You go back and count the months. I've had it since March. Cause I, I, cause like you said, I, I just thought different, Larry. I said to myself, ain't no way in hell I'm about to go broke. And you hear the stories. I've heard stories. People come up to me. They, they ran between ten to fifteen thousand dollars. They've already lost it. Yeah, in four months. In four months, it's gone. Yeah, Yeah, and. uh, and you have to think, you're like, how do you do it? Everything was closed. What were you spending money on? That's not what like I'm saying. We're out running around at the bars. The bars weren't open. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they, they, they'll say, oh, I went out to eat or, yeah. or I'm just not good with money. Yeah. Like, but why didn't you put that back? Yeah. And, and, and listen, I'm not one of yeah. those guys that counts people money or I'm, I'm just trying to help people. Like, as when we're, talk, we're talking about go-getter guys, I'm kind of like trying to help people that yeah. if you're good with money or finances you got to be smart with it yeah i didn't know this when i was in college because i barely had a job until my junior senior year but you got i'm telling you it is important it is important you know what i'm saying uh yeah read some books on like i said dave ramsey's got got a bunch of books out that, that are and it really does good. help that i'm single and ain't got no kids that's right true. now it that's does true. help that i'm single and ain't got no, so i will say that i'm gonna yeah, throw that up we're kind of polar opposites on the side on that yeah, side my brother he got a, <laughs> my brother he does he does pretty well him and his wife they do mm-hmm. really good with money too yeah. but they got my nephew and everything they do good you know what i'm saying yeah, so, you, so yeah but and he said he said that to me before. He said you ain't got no kids. He's yeah. like it's 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 easy. My kids mom tells me that. My, kids my, are my homie just told me that recently. He's like you ain't got no kids. Live your life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You yeah. only live once. So I really ain't got to worry about nobody. Yeah. Yeah. But I think about my family. So if yeah. they need something, I will sure. send it to them. Yeah. But I ain't got nobody to worry about. So it's just me. Yeah. So all that money, I'm like, man, I'm gonna take care of this and. And that's part of being a go-getter, man. Just taking care of everything, yeah. just making sure everything is going to work for you, or your family, or your friends. You just, you just, you just want it. Like Larry said, you got to want it, man. If you don't want it, it's not going to happen. Yeah, and that's you're talking about. Save your money, kids. guys. That's, Save your money. That's a big reason I'm out. You know, being 
a go getter because I am married and we have eight kids. Right. So I know you got to get the money. <laughs> yeah, I was telling Antonio. You know, he was like, "Hey, what'd you do this weekend?" And I was like, "Well, Friday we uh, I moved my daughter in at Murray State University, and then Saturday our son moved in. One of our sons moved in the UK. Another one was already there. Went up a couple of weeks ago, and uh, Sunday moved my son in at Northern Kentucky University. So yep. we got we got college tuition going on. Man, and, and, I'm telling you, and all of them." Uh, Knock on wood, or are going to get out of school. I think with no debt. So, uh, knock Lucky. on wood. So, knock how many wood. is in college right now? You got three or four? Well, four, and then another one. Uh, she's a senior in high school, but she's going to graduate in December this year. She's going to go to she's college. Start too. in Louisville, and she's going to say she's going to start Louisville in January. So we'll have five in college. Man, in, in January. Man, it's. Yep. I'm telling you, it's. It's just hard. It's just about man. It's about. It's about life. Life. It's precious. Like I, I seen the status that life is precious, but life is short, man. And my my friend, uh, my friend David in Nashville, he he said you only live once. You know what I'm saying? So you got to live your life. Don't ever just like like Larry said. Feel like if you're listening right right now, guys, don't don't feel like you can't spend your money. And I know a lot of y'all listen to me. Y'all got me on Snapchat. Y'all gonna be like, well, Antonio, you're not so cheap because you, you might see me at a steakhouse at Longhorns or. The Brazilian Steakhouse in Nashville, or you see me go to Montana Grill, you, or you're at the bars. Like I know people gonna say that. Somebody's gonna say that because I post. But listen, I want y'all don't let don't let Snapchat fool y'all. <laughs> don't listen. I save my money. I'm telling you, I do those things. I go out for nice steak dinners. It's occasional. Occasional. Like right. I might do it like twice every two weeks. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I might do it. But but like again, I ain't got no kids. Mm-hmm. I, I date. I date here and there. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I don't. I have a girlfriend sometimes. Sometimes I'm just single. You know what I'm saying? Right now I'm currently single. But what I do is I watch my money. Y'all. Y'all. People looking at. That's the thing about social media. They looking at your everyday expense. They they just like he lives a lifestyle. He's doing this. He's doing. A lot of people have said it to me. They don't know. I'm saving more than one. I'm fooling y'all on Snapchat. I'm saving way more than what I'm spending. So if I repose, man, I shouldn't have spent that two or three hundred dollars. Just know I just know I mean it. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I'm still good now. But ladies, you heard that. He's single. He's single. So <laughs> Larry trying to uh, Larry trying, trying to, to hook a hook a brother up here. <laughs> that's right. Larry trying to put me on. So uh There you go. But uh man, I just 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 save your money, guys. I'm telling you, I say that's what I do. I'm telling you. Yeah, my mom knows. My mom always talking to me about money. She always, she knows. She told me she always tell me save. Like I said, we go out for steak dinners. I know Larry and his wife go out sometime. I, I love going out and having a steak dinner. I love going to Montana Grill. I love going to Longhorns. Those are my yeah, favorite spots. Yeah, Friday nights usually we try to have a steak and date. Oh night yeah, I love. And when I go out, I'm gonna eat a steak. Y'all know that. I'm going. To, I'm going to get yeah. a steak. So uh, I'm, I'm gonna go out and show out a little bit. You know what I'm saying? But. Don't like I said. Don't let social media fool y'all. I save more than I spend. I just yeah. sometimes I get carried away, and that's anybody. Yeah, anybody in general. So let's talk a little bit for just a minute about uh, about the different hustles out there that people can do because we're in okay. an age right now where it's easier than it's probably ever been. I think to have have a have a hustle, a side hustle. Exactly. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Because you know. 20, 30 years ago, I mean, if you wanted to make some money, you were, you were going to go get hired by somebody and you were going to be right. on a schedule. You had to be here this day, this time. You had clocking, all that business. Well, now we've got all these side hustles. You can be a Lyft or Uber driver. You right. can deliver food for, I mean, there's Grubhub, there's Postmates, there's DoorDash. Restaurants there's always looking for servers yeah. in Bowling Green. Oh. Everywhere looking for servers. They're still look big time right now. A big thing right now, especially since the pandemic hit, is uh, like shoppers you can work for shipped 
um, mm-hmm. or Instacart where you go and shop for people and you deliver the groceries to their house. I got two or three friends yeah. that have joined uh, Instacart yeah. since this pandemic, yeah. since Making good money. May and June. One girl, one of my friends, she said she's making $300 a week. Now, she's a grad student. Mind you, she's a grad student. You know, when you go to grad school, a lot of those programs don't want you to have a job. She's still going to keep it. She's literally working two or three nights, making good money. Yeah. She's making it enough, you know what I'm saying? And she's, she's just like us, Larry. She has a savings account, and she got some money put up. Right, right. Because she thought smart. She yeah. don't want to have to do all that. There's, there's, uh, there's an app called Roadie where you deliver... You can deliver almost anything. I mean, I've delivered mostly. It's been like prescriptions, like from here. They needed it at Russellville at like eleven o'clock at night or something. They had to have it at a like a nursing home. But I've also also done deliveries from like TSC. I went out and uh, one time I got there and and he brought out these two things. I'm like, what what are these? He's like, oh, it's two plastic owls. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why these people buying these two plastic out. Right. I know. I know some people use them to keep away like blackbirds or something. I okay. Think. But okay. anyway, you set them on your porch or whatever. But anyway, I've delivered those. So that's another app. Uh, it's called Roadie. Uh, there's all sorts. Of, you can be a secret shopper. I'm telling uh, you. You can you can take surveys online. Yeah. Um, I mean, man, they got jobs. There are so many ways I've you seen, can make money. I've now. seen somewhere they got people that. Uh, Oh, you know, babysitting yeah. that never gets oh, old. Yeah, yeah. There's people who house are, sitting, house dog sitting, or dog, dog walking, dog walking. Yeah, you got, right now with this COVID thing, there's people out there making masks left and right, selling them. Uh, I mean, you just got to look, you know, look at opportunities that man, come up. I got a friend that live over here where I live at. This dude ain't had, he he a friend of mine. I'm trying to help him. He ain't had a job in two months. The reality is he don't want to work, and I told him that he he, he admitted that he wants parents to. I asked him, I said, man, we're around all these restaurants and all these places. How, why you won't work? <laughs> why you won't do nothing? He just, he's 23 years old. He he just got, he don't want to do nothing. He just want everything handed to him. I said, don't, don't look at me because I'm not going to do it. He's going to just, just be broke. He just, Larry, he just refused to not work. And he just, he'll work, he'll work any kind of job, but. He don't. He want his parents to take care of him, and they're not. So they set him up with his own apartment. He don't have to pay his his rent. Oh, he don't man. pay none of his they're, bills. They're not he helping got, him. They're, they're not. They're babying right, him. Right. They're enabling him. They're enabling and, him. And, and, he got it made. Yeah. Only th- he can put that money up. I'm like, dude, you can have ten grand right now. Yeah. You ain't got they're, no bills. They're not doing him any favors whatsoever. So yeah, we got that's so foreign to me because, and I'm sure it is you too. Oh, growing yeah. up, I mean, I remember. I remember being, you know, 13, 12, 13, 14 years old, hanging out during the summer with my friends. Hey, we're going swimming. We're going fishing. You want to go? Like, man, I'd like to, but, you know, I got I to go mow some yards. Because if I didn't go mow, if I didn't go find some yards mow that day, my, me and my, my family weren't eating that night. And that's at 12. That's 12 years old. Wow. You know, I remember many nights. So your mom relied on you. It's a time. lot. Yeah, even, I mean, all the way up through high school, I joined the National Guard, um, well, I was in my senior year of high school, and it was probably the first three to four years I was in, in even in the National Guard. I mean, I just gave my check to her, and you know, she gave me a little spending money, and um, yeah, I was just you know, and and you know, my my older sisters did that as well. You know, we just all pitched in and did what had to be done. But uh, so you have to go mow. Let me get this straight. So you have to go mow lawns just to. Just so we could so eat that. And, and your mom be probably be, yeah, your, your mom will be out at working somewhere trying yeah. to trying to make something happen too. Yeah. Twelve years old, ladies and gentlemen, Larry would be out there working, trying to make 
trying to make ends meet for his family for lunch and dinner. Y'all, I'm telling y'all, you got to be a hustler. You got to be a, a go-getter. If it, if it's not in you, make sure it gets in you. It, it, it's a must. So, it's a, I tell a funny story. I was, I was good friends with uh, uh, a family, and their mom was divorced like, like mine was. Mm-hmm. And she had four boys, and there was uh, Greg was the oldest. I think he was two years ahead of me. Ricky was a year ahead of me. Johnny was my age. I think Michael was two years younger than me. So I hung out with all of them. We became really good friends with all of them. And this, this, this lady, she knew what situation we were in. And she wasn't, she wasn't in a great situation either. Mm-hmm. But she knew how bad uh, – she saw what I was doing, you know, scrapping, finding yards to mow. She had four – able-bodied boys and she would pay me to mow their yards <laughs> because she knew how bad we needed it you know and she had four sons yeah four sons they yeah she had four sons. no they would have done it but she knew she knew we really needed the money so and she would she yeah. would pay me to mow the yard right i never even thought about it back then but then when i got older i was like why why were they not mowing here i'm like man she was doing that because she knew how bad they probably were like, wealthy, how bad more wealthy that, they, I, they were definitely not wealthy but i, okay. I think they were maybe in a maybe in just a little bit better situation, situation than yeah. we were um yeah, yeah yeah people like that, that 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 know how bad you need man to i don't have people say antonio you're such a go-getter you motivate you you got some connects you 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 got you just connected with people in bowling green help me get a job i don't got people jobs larry oh, yeah. in one or two days some place where they pick out, and I know somebody yeah. that knows somebody. Yeah, within, it's, a, it's, within a week they there, quit. There are jobs they out quit. There. They quit. Yeah, and I tell them like, hey, you know, they tell quit them. on my name. Yep, I, that's don't ask me again. Don't ask nope. me to do it again. <laughs> I had one dude. I helped him get two. I helped him get one job. I thought he was going. He was lying to me the whole time. I kept seeing like, How, how's the job? He had been working there for a week or two. Come to find out, I know the manager. She said he ain't been here in two weeks. He yeah. quit the job that weekend. Yeah. I got him hooked up to another spot. Yeah, did the same thing. I yeah. said I'm done with yeah, it. Yeah, I, I give him one chance. I'm done with it. it. I ain't putting it on my name no yeah. more. Yeah, another quote that I love is most people because there's opportunity, man. I, I don't care what you say. United States, we have a lot, a lot of, lot of bad things going on right now. Right, but it's a but, lot. Of but it's still, it's still a great country. I still, you know, I still love living here. I love my oh, country, yeah. and it's still. There's still tons of opportunity out there if you want to get it. But like this, you know, a quote that I love. It says, "Most people miss opportunity because when it comes, it's dressed in overalls and looks like work." And there's a lot of truth to that, man. People see something, they don't want to work for it. They don't want to work for it. They want, right. they want some. And and a lot of it's you know attributed to, like I said, the social media. You see on there, you see all these people because all you see is is their highlight reel. You see them, they're having fun. They're out on the boat, out on the you know out on the river. They're down in Florida. That's, that's what you see. They're they're over down in Mexico. You know somewhere. They don't see all the right. blood, sweat, and tears, and all exactly. the behind the scenes. That's what I tell people. I'm like, y'all see me doing all this. Y'all don't know what I do. I work hard, yeah, I'm not extremely sna- I'm not, hard. I'm not Snapchatting when I'm out here delivering food. No, <laughs> you know, I'm for Twelve t- hours. I'm telling, on I'm, I work hard. Exactly. You know, they don't I know, know you do too, Larry. Yeah, I know yeah, that for there's, a fact. You know, there's, there's been many nights I've wanted to, to stay home, but I like, man, it's Thursday. The college kids are gonna be asking me good night. I need to get out. I need to go work. Yeah. And 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 uh, you know, back when I was doing right here, I would I would drive right here on Thursdays till usually about three in the morning. I know. And, I know. And I go to work at six, so I get home, get about an hour, hour and a half sleep on Thursday nights, and go to work. And that's tough, you know. Come on Friday night after work and take a little nap, you know, before I go on date night with my wife. Right. But you, you know, you get, you know, 
ride share does have a lot of flexibility. And I mm-hmm. say you can work whenever you want, and you can. But you got You also have to. If you want to make money, you got to work when when the business is there. And Thursday nights are, are good nights. You know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. That's the good nights to yeah. work. For and sure. then it's just. I think I got friends. I'm like, I'm gonna tell you this. I'm gonna tell you this. Yep. I got friends that do Instacart. I got a friend that was doing Instacart. Like she was one of the person I was talking about. I know her, so I hang out. I was hanging out with her during quarantine. Yeah. Every two or three days, we just good friends. She sure. helps me with like she's she's smart as hell, so she helps me. Like, it's good to have I'm, smart. Yeah, friends. I'm not as smart as her. She's smart. Like she helped me with everything, whereas like uh, business stuff, everything. She just she's smarter than me when it comes to that stuff. So she always helps. Right. Me. But I noticed something about her though, and, and I'm a friend, so I told her this. She would just wait like in the afternoon for Instacart and all that type of stuff. And I, I just be like, I just feel like she just she she. It got to a point where I felt like she didn't want to work. I could tell she's kind of just being right. lazy. Right. And I told her, I said, you're being, you're being, la- you can make yeah. a lot more money than what you're making. Why are you waiting till five or six? Yeah. Go do one or two and come home. Yeah. She didn't want to do nothing because she had so much in that savings. And I told her, I said, you're going to lose that money. I'm telling you how it goes. She was like, well, I, she, she was like, well, you got an income coming in because you're working every day. Plus you got that coffee situation and all that. And, or, Whatever she would just say something like that, and I and I told her and I said, but you still got to work though. Like you can't just work every two days and just expect the money. She she was just barely going out there. She was she just turning on look, go do one, Instacart, come back home. Yeah. Like every three or four days. Yeah, that money will trickle in and it'll fly out. <laughs> I'm telling you, yeah, you you can you. It seems like it takes. I'm finna straighten up. I ain't finna keep on doing what I was doing. Yeah. Recently, just blowing money. I, 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 like I said, I, I'm glad I'm still in a good financial state right now. I'm, I'm good. I, but it woke me up the other night when I just, I went out and spent some money. I probably shouldn't have spent. I do. I regret it. I don't regret it. But I'm like, I did wake up like, man, why did I spend that? I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have done that. That's it. And I was at home too, and I shouldn't have left. I should have never left the house. But you live and you learn. You only live once. So I'll get that money back. Like we said, we kept saying that you get that. I'll get that money back, but it's okay. That's because you're a hustler. Right. That's right. For sure. For sure. <laughs> you know that. Like, and I know you are too. I know you are for sure. So, um, but that's what we want to talk about, guys. There's a lot of go getters out there. It's a lot of people that want to hustle and motivate. Uh, I want to say happy late birthday to Nipsey Hustle. He uh, tragically passed away like a year ago. He was a famous raptor. Uh, a famous rapper and uh, an activist too. So uh, he made that famous quote everybody posted all around Facebook and Twitter and social media the last couple of days is hustle and motivate. So I wanted to give a shout out to him. He was a uh, he was young and he, somebody murdered him over jealousy because he was a millionaire. He was making things happen in the community, doing a lot of things in his community in uh, Compton and uh, Crenshaw, the area he's from in uh, L.A. Just doing a lot of good stuff. So. But a friend that he knew and trusted ended up killing him. So over jealousy, tragedy, tragically. So uh, that's why I wanted, I wanted to say hustle and motivate. So we talking about go getters. Uh, I just that's one of his famous quotes: hustle and motivate. So yeah, yeah. So guys, remember if if you want to hustle, you want to make some money. The opportunities are there. Uh, you may you may have to you know look around just a little bit, but there are there are lots of our opportunities. Even right now, even with COVID, you know going on. Uh, there's lots of ways to make money. You can make money online. You can have a website. You can yeah. make stuff. You can you can invent stuff. You can create stuff. You can uh, you can do one of these gig jobs that we were talking about, shopping for people, you know, walking people's dogs. You can drive people around if that's what you want. 
there's just endless opportunity out there to the land of opportunity united states of america exactly if if you're willing to put the work in you can make the money for sure you can do it i'm telling you uh like i said larry's done it larry has multiple hustles i've had multiple hustles and like i said we're gonna do whatever it takes you know what i'm saying i'll do whatever it takes for me and my family and if if, like i said again i want to say this is the old saying is money talks bullshit walks it certainly does and it's a fact and if if you don't think that's true Make a lot of money and let success come, and it'll wake you up for a little bit. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, because I've lived it. Larry's lived. It. I got friends. You hear the broke stories about the NFL, NBA, and celebrity. You hear the stories about these people made. So you can make a lot of money, but if you ain't controlling it and you don't have like a a mental state, all that stuff can be taken away. So, um, anything you want to say, Larry, before we end the show? Or anything? no, I just want to say it's good to see you again, Antonio. It's good to get back on the mic and right. uh, and talk to the listeners and. If y'all enjoy the show, be sure and, and uh, wherever you're listening to this, leave a rating and a review. It really helps the show get exposed and brought up to more listeners. And we're always trying to add new listeners. If you're interested in being a guest on the show, right. you got a topic you want to talk about, holler at Antonio, holler at me. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll hook you up. Yep. And also, I just want to say, uh, give a Larry a shout out. Listen to Lifting with Larry. That's his podcast, Lifting with Larry. And I know it's located. You can find it. It's available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, yeah, anywhere you find podcasts. anywhere you can look up a podcast. Yeah. L- listen to Lifting with Larry. He has a really good podcast. And you have how many people? Around the world that's listening right now, you was telling me something about three thousand. Like uh, I think I hit three thousand downloads recently. Larry has three thousand downloads recently. So, like I told y'all before, this man is—he's uh, the one that has showed me the way. Uh, with, without him, there is no way I'd be in this position. I tell people that every day. Hey, but I could tell right away, Antonio. The reason that I followed through, followed up with you, is because I could tell you were a hustler, man. Because you'd be surprised how many people. I've had as passengers in my car and I talk to them about the podcast and they're either like, Oh yeah, man, I want to be on. I want to be, I've always oh, wanted no. to be on a podcast or they'll be like, Oh man, I want to start a podcast. I want to start a podcast. And then you reach out and touch with them, reach out to them and reach out to them. And they just, they go, they blow you off, man. They blow you off. I want to say something about what you said. I appreciate you saying that. And my family knows that people know that about me, friends. And they be like, man, you hug people. Tell me it all the time. People write me through messages. It'd be people that you know, you ain't talking to years. They, they'll, they'll just say, man, you are a hustler. Yeah. I've, dated girls that I was a hustler so bad that I was all about getting money. I was take care of them, yeah. make sure they're straight, take them out to dinner, make sure they're good. That they said that's just too much for right, them. Right, right, too much. I'm like, do you not want a guy <laughs> with, with money? Like I've yeah. had a girl tell me that, like, you are you 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 like to do too much. You like you you want to get money too much. I'm like it's like it's time for I want to be set. I want to be set. I don't right. want to be struggling. I'm not doing that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and I had to talk to her for a second for her to understand that. And she understood that she just had never dated nobody like that. And I told her, I said, look, I, I always tell her, I used to, we get in a little argument, but like, I'm not, none of those other guys you date. I'm just, it's not me. I'm not, I'm not yeah. doing that. I cannot, I can't, it's not in my blood. I just right. want to make money. I'm like, you eating steak every night. What are you yeah. talking about? You, yeah. I sent you flowers. What are you? <laughs> They ain't yeah. saying nothing about that. Right. Exactly. She's not paying yeah, for nothing. Exactly. She ain't paying for nothing. She's just excited about that. But yeah. guys, uh, we're so yeah, yeah. Follow up on the story. What happened? I want. I want. I want okay, to lay yeah, it out. Go, go so, back. My bad. So uh, I'd, I'd had Antonio as a as a passenger um, right. in my Uber before, and then um, I got talking to him, and I think I gave you my card. Yeah, and, and I you saw you the next yeah, day. Yeah, you saw my podcast logo on there. Right. And you text me the next day. You're like, hey man. I see you have a podcast. Can I ask you some questions? Can I pick your brain? I really want to start one. 
And um, so that was some issue right off the bat. And so I, I answered him back a little bit, and he was he was on it. And so I knew right away, man. I was like, this guy is really interested. And so oh, yeah. he had questions, and and I I, I wanted to meet him. up yeah, and everything. Yeah, meet up had serious. had you on my podcast, right? And showed you my equipment and how the how the stuff happened. And the reason the reason I was so happy to do that is because I had people up in Michigan, and I want to give a shout out to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it's called the GR Rideshare Podcast. Well, they've actually swited their name. It's called the Gig Economy Podcast okay. now because they're okay. talking about all the different gigs, not okay. just rideshare. Because because they're doing Amazon Flex, they're doing Ship, they're doing Instacart. Oh, they do everything. They, yeah, they, whatever whatever's going on and whatever's making money that wow. day, that's what they're doing. So they changed their name actually from from GR Rideshare to the Gig Economy Podcast. But they were great mentors for me. They helped me out with all the suggestions for my equipment and how to get things done and and so i didn't have to reinvent the wheel and so i was like man i need i'm I'm really looking forward to when i can pass that along to somebody else and lo and behold antonio popped up and i've been able to kind of do that with him and i know he's looking forward to doing that and passing that on down the line i'm trying a lot of people done done the same thing that 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 you said oh they ghost you didn't they they? (laughs) i know it i might have had one person ghost me everybody else I got them in place. I just, mm-hmm. I just been wanting to switch up some stuff with me right. and you and do different things and everything. Yeah. Um. It, it, it might, you might have had like one person. They didn't ghost yeah. me. They just be like, oh, I moved to a different state. Yeah. But you just get a lot of people that tell you, hey, I want to do, I want to do podcasting. Can you put me on that or can you show me how to do mm-hmm. it? And I tell them, I reach out to them. I look, yeah. I can show you how to do podcasting. I had a friend that I, I thought for sure he was gonna do it, but. He he looks at my snaps. I don't know if he he mm-hmm. may get in. He he may do it, but you know uh, you get the people that say they want to do it, but they don't be serious. You know what I'm saying? They don't be serious. Like I just I always said to myself, I just want to be different, and I want to do. I want to learn how to do so much stuff that where it gets to a point where can't nobody touch. You. I'm getting. I have incomes from everywhere. You know what, right. what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. and I I like podcasting. What what I mind getting paid for one day? I don't mind. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, I'd love. To, I've been I'd, thinking about it. I've been yeah. thinking. I've been thinking about pushing it, and just I know it's going. It's hard to like. I know people will understand. It's really really hard to get um, sponsors, but they're out there. They're out there. I still get need to get a lot of more episodes out and more subscribers and everything. But people out there, somebody believing and they'll sign. And I and I'm surprised you ain't signed yet, like. But you ain't really pushed it either, though. So. I haven't. Yeah, I haven't pushed. Oh, yet. I, I guarantee you gonna get signed quick. Yeah. And I'm, I, I'm somebody and knows somebody. I'm I'm certainly looking at, at kind of revamping, uh, either revamping my, my my podcast or switching to kind of a, a different one, just because right now with with COVID going on and and there's no end in sight. Uh, one, I, I'm not really thrilled about doing rideshare and and having you know, like I said, having having people in your car. But Maybe also, what's the name? Yeah, because you still got all your downloads. Right. You don't want to like get right. I, so was, I, I would just I, know that. That, that's, that's probably what I what, what I'll end up doing yeah, is just switching switching the focus and keeping the feed the same and everything. But um, uh, because I enjoy it, man. I just right now I'm, I'm pretty dependent the the, the um, kind of format. I would I would sit down with somebody that I had as a uh, uh, passenger and ride share. I'm not doing ride share, so right. it kind of makes it hard to do new shows. So right. uh, I want to do something that's not dependent on that, whether it's just me sitting down and talking or having guests on the show or I don't know. I've I, I bounced around some ideas, but I'm, I'm sure I'll come up with something here um, in the next few months. Oh, I know you will, Larry. Yeah. I know. Because I, I enjoy know. it too, man. I love I love I know that talking. I know a lot of people, you get them – uh, even as a guest on the podcast and they're like oh i can't stand to hear myself 
on right. you know, in the headphones on the microphone. That doesn't bother me at all. I don't understand why people yeah, don't. Some people, I, that's so. That's yeah, just so it, weird. To you me. certainly sound different than you do yeah, when you you're do, listening to yourself. But you know it's your voice. Exactly. Though. It doesn't right. bother me whatsoever. I enjoy it. I, I love enjoy, podcasting. I, I enjoy love. talking to the guests I've had on my show. Each one of them has been been just a ton of fun. Uh, getting to you know hear their stories and and uh, you know ask questions kind of that they maybe weren't expecting and things like that. And people, let me tell you something. People know like it's getting to a point where I ain't got to. I mean, I still tell people, listen, I'm gonna tell people about my podcast and your oh, yeah. podcast. Yeah. But it's getting to a point where some people know they might not say nothing right back. It was a girl that was messaging. We were just talking through Instagram, and then she said, "I asked her a question. You know what she asked me? I didn't even bring my podcast yeah. up. She was like, is that a podcast question?' I said, yeah. like, "Oh, so you read my profile?' <laughs> yeah. She was like, just asking. Yeah. So people, people know what you do. Oh yeah. They see you. Sure. I got people. I seen these guys at a restaurant yesterday. I know they follow me. I, I mean, I know they they have me on Twitter and Facebook. They they know who I am. I right. spoke to them right. before. They know I do a podcast. Oh, yeah. They, they, people will look at you. They know what you do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and I, listen, I want it to be known. I do podcasting. Larry got me connected with it. I want to do podcasting. Uh, like I said, I, down the road, I do, I do want to like maybe get a deal or something like that. Hopefully, you know, it, we, we'll see what happens. You know what I'm saying? But this is something in the plans for me. I love podcasting. Uh, and I think I'm I'm decently good at it, and I will, we'll see what happens. And I know Larry's Larry's a goat at it right now, so um, I don't know if I can ever fill his shoes, but uh, uh, he's good, man. I'm telling you, and y'all know that though. Y'all know that a lot of y'all know that. So, you're too kind, Antonio. Yeah, so I'm, hey, man, I'm just telling the truth, man. You gotta you gotta give credit when the credit's due. But guys, uh, I want to say I I appreciate for all my listeners, subscribers. Well, I don't gonna say. We we appreciate all our listeners, survivors, Most definitely. subscribers on this show. Uh, a little tongue twister right now, but uh, you listen to Tony State One Hundred podcast. Uh, be looking out for episode eight in the next couple of weeks. Uh, we'll see what we'll have to do about that, and we'll see what we'll, we're going to show. Um, maybe have a guest on the show. Um, I got a lot of people in place, um, but it's a scheduling thing, you know. So uh, so just be checking us out. Um, we're going to drop this podcast tonight, and it will be on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, Pandora, Google Podcasts, anywhere you get your podcasts. Uh, I'm Antonio Mansell. I'm Larry Duncan. God bless, and stay safe out there, guys. Stay safe, guys. You're listening to Antonio State 100 Podcast. Goodbye.